Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Have you ever said something, then wished you could take it back? We've all been there. We get mad or frustrated, then say things that maybe we shouldn't. Well, that's exactly what happens to the main character in today's story. And when she puts some hurtful words out there, you won't believe what happens next. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round where story time happens all the time. Today, our tale is called Maya's Feathers. This story goes back a long, long time to Jewish communities in Eastern Europe. Some really great people came together to bring you our version of this folktale, including Vela Lavelle. Kids, you might recognize Vela's voice from She-Ra and the Princesses of Power on Netflix. And grown-ups, you might know Vela from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on the CW Television Network. So, circle around, everyone, for Maya's feathers. Maya shared a cozy cottage in a small town with her mother and her three younger siblings, Harry, Bertie, and Nicola. Maya's mother was a seamstress. At her little shop in the town square, she created beautiful coats, dresses, and suits for some of the wealthier people in the neighborhood. While Mama was away... Maya did her best to take care of Harry, Bertie, and Nicola. One morning, Maya was feeding her brother and sisters breakfast. Mama was already at the shop, so it was up to Maya to get her siblings out of the house. As usual, the boisterous little children were running late. Harry, tie your shoes. Nicola, brush your hair. Bertie, put on your sweater. We have to get to school on time. Ugh, seriously, you three are as slow as turtles. Nicola, the youngest of the children, looked up at Maya with tears in her eyes. Turtles? That's not very nice. We're trying to move as fast as we can, Maya. Well, let's get going. After I drop you off, I need to visit Mama's workshop for a while. Maya spent part of each day as an apprentice at her mother's shop. She loved being alone with Mama. It was their special time. Maya, can you please take this hem and use your seam ripper to pull it out? Somehow I made it too short. Of course, Mama. While Maya and her mother worked, an older woman, Mrs. Meyer, breezed through the door. Mrs. Meyer always wore a big, fancy hat and always fanned herself with it as she complained. And Mrs. Meyer always complained about her children, her aches and pains, her noisy neighbors, everything. But she was a regular customer, and Mama was always kind to her. Hello, Mrs. Meyer. Another crisp day out there, huh? So what can we do for you? Mrs. Meyer fanned herself with her hat. What can you do? Something you've already done, actually. This sweater. It's torn again. You know, I really wish you could have fixed it the first time around. Maya's mother smiled. I'm sorry, Mrs. Meyer. We'll take a look at it today. Why don't you come back tomorrow? Mrs. Meyer tossed the sweater on the counter, put her big fancy hat back on her head, then stomped out the door. Gosh, what a rude woman. 
sometimes when she scrunches her nose up, I think she looks like a mean cat. Oh, Maya, be nice. Who knows why Mrs. Meyer is in a bad mood? Maybe she isn't feeling well. It probably has nothing to do with us. Later that day, another regular customer swung by the shop. Like Mrs. Meyer, Dr. Stern was older. And he loved to talk. So then my daughter comes to visit, and she reads me the newspaper, and you simply won't believe it. Mrs. Milner's son. He talked and talked and talked. Sometimes Maya wondered if he had time to breathe. Oh, he used to be such a nice boy, such a nice boy. Anyway, Mrs. Maya's mother nodded and smiled. Maya, on the other hand, rolled her eyes. This fancy new contraption. I don't even know how to pronounce it. And now, when at last Dr. Stern went home, Maya heaved a sigh of relief. <sighs> Yeesh! Does that man ever stop talking? It's like he's a parrot, only he's repeating his own words. Oh, Maya, try to understand. Dr. Stern is probably just lonely. You know he lives at home all by himself. Listen, that's enough work for today. Thank you for your help, Maya. Now, can you please go home and make sure your younger siblings are bathed and fed some dinner? I'll be back as soon as I can. Of course, Mama. So Maya headed home, opened the door to her cottage, and when she looked at the kitchen table, she gasped. She'd never seen anything like it. And you probably haven't either. We'll tell you more after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've been looking for even more ways to circle round with super fans like you. And now we've got another one. The Circle Round Club. When you join the Circle Round Club, not only do you support the public radio station that makes Circle Round possible, but you can get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters from me, Rebecca Shear, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, and ad-free episodes. Sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today, our story is called Maya's Feathers. Before the break, we met a big sister named Maya. As the oldest of four children, Maya helped take care of the little ones while her mother worked as a seamstress in town. Maya often lent a hand at her mama's shop. There, she met all the town regulars, and sometimes she got frustrated with them and said mean things. She just couldn't stop herself. One day, after helping Mama rip out some seams, 
Maya returned home to make dinner for her brothers and sisters. When she walked through the door, can you guess what she saw? Sitting on the wooden chairs around the kitchen table were not one, not two, but three turtles? Each turtle was wearing a shirt or a dress, the same shirts and dresses Maya helped her siblings put on that morning. You know, when Harry, Bertie, and Nicola were running late, and Maya had complained that they were, yes, as slow as turtles. Oh no! Harry, Bertie, Nicola! What have I done? Listen, don't move a muscle. Or a shell. I'll be back as fast as I can. Maya spun around and began running back to her mother's shop. What will I tell Mama? As Maya sprinted through the town, she almost tripped over a cat that was slinking through the middle of the market. Yikes! Sorry about that, kitty. I didn't see you. Maya looked down and noticed the cat was dragging a big fancy hat, one Maya had seen countless times before. Mrs. Meyer? Is that you? Oh my goodness, what is happening around here? Breathless, Maya finally reached her mother's shop. She burst through the door. Mama, Mama, you won't believe this, but my brother and sisters have turned into turtles. And Mrs. Meyer, she's become a cat. Suddenly, there was a squawking sound by the window. Maya turned her head, and can you guess what she saw? That's right, a parrot. And who had Maya referred to as a parrot earlier that day? Right again, Dr. Stern. What is going on? Maya expected her mother to leap up in surprise. Instead, Mama seemed calmer than ever as she sat at her sewing machine. She took off her glasses and handed Maya a glass of water. Maya, take a deep breath. Everything's going to be okay. It is? It is. How can you possibly know that? Well, let's just say something like this might have happened to me when I was your age. Listen, go visit your Uncle Leo up the hill at the edge of town. He'll know exactly what to do. But you'll need this. Mama reached down under her sewing machine and handed Maya a big feather pillow. A feather pillow? Why? Mama smiled. Just trust me. So, tucking the big feather pillow under her arm, Maya raced over to Uncle Leo's house. It was a breezy evening, and Maya felt the wind in her face as she dashed up the hill where he lived. As always, her favorite uncle had a big smile on his face when he answered the door. Maya, what a lovely surprise. What brings you here this fine evening? Uncle Leo, you have to help me. You see, my sisters and brother have turned into turtles, and Mrs. Meyer's become a cat, and Dr. Stern is a parrot, and and they just don't know what to do. Uncle Leo ran his fingers through his long white beard. Okay, Maya, take a deep breath. You know, I've actually seen this happen before. That's what my mama said. Uncle Leo noticed the big feather pillow tucked under Maya's arm. Ah, and I see she sent you with the exact tool we need. You mean this pillow? Yeah, I have no idea what it's for. Well, I'll show you. Here, come out to the back porch. The porch offered a lovely view of the town below. Maya marveled at the way the lit-up houses and street lamps twinkled in the night. The evening breeze blew Uncle Leo's long white beard this way and that. Now, Maya, 
you worked at the shop today. By any chance, do you have your seam ripper with you? I do. Mama had me ripping stitches so she could redo a hem. Good. Then here's what I need you to do. Take that seam ripper and tear open that pillow. Maya's eyes grew wide. Tear open my pillow? But... <laughs> no buts. Just do as I say. So Maya took the seam ripper from her pocket, held it to the pillow's seam, and began to tear. Immediately, the feathers from inside the pillow came flying out, and as the wind picked up, they went drifting all the way down the hill toward the town. Okay, Maya. Now I need you to go collect those feathers. Maya's jaw dropped. But Uncle Leo, the feathers have drifted all over the place, down the hill and across the town. There's no way I can find them all. Uncle Leo grinned. Exactly, Maya. Exactly. Maya shook her head in confusion. Maya, what you say is true. Once you release those feathers, you will never find them again. It's an awful lot. Like your words. My words? Yes. Calling your brother and sisters turtles. Referring to Mrs. Meyer as a cat. And Dr. Stern as a parrot. Once those words leave your mouth, they can't be taken back any easier. Then those feathers can. Uncle Leo's eyes twinkled as bright as the houses and street lamps in the town below. Gently, he placed a hand on Maya's shoulder. My child, it's all right to get mad or frustrated. But before you say something you can't take back, take a deep breath and think. Treat your words like feathers. Like feathers. Exactly. That night, as Maya walked through town... Once again, she saw Mrs. Meyer and Dr. Stern. Only Mrs. Meyer was buying groceries, and Dr. Stern was chatting with the blacksmith. No fur or feathers to be seen. As Maya passed them, she offered a friendly wave, and they waved back. And when Maya got back home, who else did she see but Harry, Bertie, and Nicola, looking like themselves again and playing a game of cards with their mother. They all smiled at Maya as she walked in, Boy, you have no idea how happy I am to see you all. Harry, Bertie, Nicola, I am so sorry for being short with you this morning. Mind if I join your game? And as Maya sat down at the table with her family, her hard-working mother and her wonderfully boisterous little siblings, she noticed her heart felt light. Light as a feather. Now it's your turn. Do you remember a time when you said something, then wished you hadn't? Maybe you teased a friend or said angry words to a family member. It happens to all of us sometimes, even grown-ups. Sit down with someone you love and tell them the words you used. Then ask if they've ever said something they wish they hadn't. Like Maya's feathers, you can't take those words back. But you sure can think about ways to be more thoughtful the next time. This week's story, Maya's Feathers, was adapted by Circle Round's executive producer, Jessica Alpert, and edited by me, Rebecca Shear. Thanks to Rabbi Keith Stern of Temple Beth Avodah in Newton, Massachusetts, who introduced us to this folktale. Mm-hmm.
Circle Round's original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Our intern is Gabby Marzowski. Special thanks to this week's actors, Evan Casey, James Konachek, Marianne Nichols, Tracy Oliveira, Sophie Williams, and Vela Lavelle. You can see Vela in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on the CW Television Network, and you can hear Vela in She-Ra and the Princesses of Power on Netflix. The featured instrument in today's story was the diatonic accordion. You can learn more about this button accordion and see a picture on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. Haven't yet subscribed to Circle Round? Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please write us a review. It helps other people find the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us.